You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Go, our foreign correspondent, stateside, coming yes, to us live from, or pre-recorded from Texas. From Texas. Maybe. Yeah, they make everything bigger in Texas, including my voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Joe Rogers here. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Just just got off uh just got off a horse and uh yeah, got to, got a point of view. Yeah. And a peaked more broad brimmed hat that's got Or, or no... should I say should I say I just more uh more correctly, I um I parked my pickup truck and I'm definitely about to get on my hobby horse about a couple of things. So there you go. Look out, giddy up pony. So yeehaw, Joe Rogers is in oh. the saddle and ready to let it rip. We are talking accountability here as well with the leadership lens and how it has changed over time. Um, And that's changed the way we've interacted and transacted with one another, no more so than working with home and COVID and in a post-truth era where it's more and more the onus is on the individual to get the information they need to hold themselves and others accountable. 100%. That's where we land in the soup. And you're in the hotbed where it is, it's never been more so left and right. Do your shoes up completely different ways and you can't even walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting, right? I mean, Texas is kind of, uh, you know, you go from, I've been out in California as well. And you kind of, there's a, you know, there's a real narrative in this country at the moment between like California is kind of broken, but then, you know, the like Texas is, is on the rise. And really what you see though, is you kind of, you do see a different type of leadership, I guess, you know, Texas is kind of very much um, you're on your own, right. It's, it's very much one of those, one of those States where, um, you know, everything is bigger in Texas, including the gap, I think between those who have a lot and those who actually have, have nothing. So it's, uh, but yet, in California, you see, like you see the kind of the the a different way of leading, a different way of taxing, a different way of doing things. But yet, in you know, in California, there's way more homelessness that you would see. For for example, literally, you know, everywhere you look, it's kind of um, it's it's all around you. But you know, I think it's yeah, it's kind of you know, from a from a leadership lens, it's very much it's it's a tale of kind of two two cities really. It's uh, you know, Texas is definitely on the march. Um, you know, the kind of narrative here is California's kind of had its day, and if it hasn't, then uh, you know, it's either going to be an earthquake or a rainstorm that's uh, or you know, um, wind or plague that's uh, that's going to come and get it. So it's 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 interesting when you kind of as an outsider to observe the same country with such dramatic differences. And what's you were there not long ago, and that has mm-hmm. changed that narrative swung, obviously. Yeah, well, coming out of no, like I mean, I was I was here just as the pandemic was ending, um, and you know, obviously, like kind of that narrative certainly, you know, Texas never closed really for the pandemic, so they refused to kind of go along with it. Whereas California definitely closed up shop, and it's kind of you know, and I mean, I think we have the same narrative in Australia, really, don't we? Between like WA and kind of Victoria, it's kind of one of those narratives. Not as hot. Not as hot as yeah. it is the state side for sure, but yeah, yeah. It, it was there. Very no, that's not that's a lie. They had the border, like in WA, it was so yeah. different. They was, but, like, but they lived, but they lived their best life through it, right? And I think that's that's yeah. the thing. Like I think that's they've come out with a sense different. of calm. 
yeah. like that kind of maybe wasn't there before. Like I think all the underlying trends were there, but the confidence thing that they're kind of hitting is definitely there. Yeah, well, it was sort of like you were right, we were wrong, but WA maybe not as much. So they definitely got the scares. Whereas I'd argue Texas was never. They'd say they were never scared of the virus. No, but they were. Let's be honest. Yeah, but yeah, Efron was, but in their own yeah. unique little way. Whereas WA Vic were scared, but yeah, it was mm-hmm. sort of similar. But we just luck was different in terms of infection rates. Absolutely, narrative is the same. Accountability, you feel like it's changed there um and different flavors of it individual and you think it's collective in california at the moment it sounds like from the sound bites that come across the waters and everything it's it's everyone is definitely dumping there's some people trying to give love but it's the narrative that i see is woke culture killing california that's what everyone's sort of saying and saying no 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 yeah definitely texas is the cowboy doing (laughs) <laughs> exactly it's not a it's not a friendly hat tip and a kind of like hey y'all uh things are things are going okay here too it's a very um you know i think that's that's the narrative breakdown really is that kind of california maybe does too much for people and in doing that and kind of you know including everyone it's it's losing itself so it's kind of it is it's gone from california being the ultimate expression of the american dream to it kind of being like this almost this woke as you said kind of um caught up in its own kind of nonsense kind of world too highly taxed too regulated to this to that um etc whereas you know texas i think and probably i mean i dare to say oh should i say this out loud i guess so um like florida like those two places have become very much the kind of the I guess the the baton holders of the American dream, right? So it's like, you know, low tax, low regulation, high growth, um, you know, kind of all all of those types of things. And like the the price of fuel, for example, in California is like nearly well, nearly touching five dollars um a, a gallon. So which is still cheap in the in the grand scheme of things, right? I mean, we pay what, nearly two bucks a liter. Um, so kind of, you know, they're getting four liters for, you know, probably, you know, roughly-ish the same price. Whereas here it's two twenty. 20, right so it's you know everyone's got the got the big rigs and kind of they're all all ready to roll you know i've got this gigantic pickup that uh i rented and it's tiny compared to everything else that's actually on the road here whereas it would you know it'd be um two hilux is big two hilux is big that puts it in perspective for the australian ears for sure two hilux big is uh it's a party that for sure yeah yeah but there's so joey's right at home uh right nine in texas <laughs> yeah yeah are you bringing the spirit back to the peninsula and <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no it's bad enough here like it's i was thinking about this it's probably this is an aside and we'll get back on topic but yeah it's it's definitely talked me out of um, getting like a gigantic kind of a uh, American kind of a, uh, you know, a machine to kind of drive around in Australia. Cause even like parking, like I've got a Tacoma, like Toyota, so it's like a mid-sized truck, which is still gigantic. Like it's, it's difficult to park even here. So yeah. Yeah. Just the parking maneuverability of it is, is, is talking about the practicality. And then, so trying to tackle accountability on this is, we can go two ways. We can try and pin it on individual, how we do it ourselves as well. I think that's an interesting way. And then how how leaders or how we do it in a society. But I feel like everything's pivoting a bit, Texas, at the moment. Like it is resting on the individual a lot, yeah. that accountability. And But there isn't really taught how to 
hold yourself accountable or what that actually means or whether that language is is really present. I don't know if it was for yourself growing up. Like I think it's baked into different learnings and different things, but no more so than now do you have to be accountable and like what are some i think it's an interesting one if you're up for it to talk about what are some of the ways that you hold yourself accountable and i'm happy to share um similar and sometimes yeah what works and what doesn't work and then springboard into how how that's looking at an organization then a societal level if we get there yeah cool 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 yeah i mean i definitely you know like i think accountability is it's a skill. Like, I think it's a muscle and it's kind of, it's, it's learned. So there's, if it's going to be positive, if it's going to be positive to you, right. I think there's, I mean, there's lots of different ways that people are held accountable that are probably quite negative um, for them and tend to come from a place of, um, I don't know, anxiety and stress. And, you know, they're kind of uh, typically linked to feelings of failure, guilt, not doing necessarily the things that you think you should be doing, you know, all of that type of stuff, which is definitely one way to hold yourself accountable. But I mean, I wouldn't necessarily... um, encourage that of, of anyone. I certainly, you know, struggle with that myself over the years in terms of, you know, it comes from a, from a negative place where it's kind of, I guess, positively framed accountability is very much around kind of defining what you will do, what you won't do, what success looks like in your own terms, you know, and kind of, uh, you know, the things that you will actually kind of, um, you know, accept, won't accept, um, and focusing, I guess, on, um, I mean, I hate the terminology, but focusing on the process, right? Focusing on kind of, you know, getting getting better, being accountable rather than, you know, being made to be accountable. I think there's a very um, subtle difference, but it's a very big one, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like being accountable is about a state of kind of like taking responsibility for yourself and the decisions that you make. Whereas kind of being made accountable is to me, it's about societal expectation, about parental expectation, about sometimes self-expectation, but kind of not trying to balance that out with a, with a view around kind of being accountable so that it's kind of, it's seen more as a, as a process. Right. And I think it, it ladders a little bit, um, to the conversation we were having last time around, like in politics, for example, at the moment, it's a, it's challenged because um, I think the old political model was that you were made accountable, whereas now it's much more of a, a being accountable, kind of helping bring a group of people together and being accountable for that. But I mean, what what do you do? Like, what are kind of the things? How do you approach your own accountability? Yeah, I, it's a hot mess. If I'm 100 percent honest, like it's then that's why I find accountability interesting topic to talk about here and why I wanted to ground it in individually what that means and then just bring board out because I think as you said and rightfully define that there's there's healthy forms of accountability and then there's negative that you sort of hold yourself to standards that you didn't even know you possessed that you um or hold yourself to standards or like aspirations that you didn't even really want like really being able to dig it down and then I feel like it accountability on my side is like understanding that and understanding sort of self around those pieces and like really trying to dig it down to what you want and your family wants or whatever you put dearly and really trying to actually define that I find that to be a hard challenge and then hold yourself account to that and then yeah back to words around speaking clearly around what you're doing there and not holding agency like it Accountability, if done well, gives you agency in every situation and, and allows you to sort of, you know, 
not see the best, but see an opportunity in the downside as well. And then, as you say, with the process, just keep keep pushing or keep moving or keep keep going. Um, but discipline is huge, and discipline. Discipline and accountability, I feel like, when executed well, go hand in hand. Um, and discipline gives me a sense that I'm holding myself account, if that makes sense. Um, from working from home, sitting in front of a computer so much, is it's an interesting one. And I feel like everyone is experiencing accountability in different facets of their lives now. Um, same with like what information you get, where you get that information. So like as a citizen level and then just as an informed human level, like holding yourself account accountable when you have so many accounts um and you're and you're fending off social media and all sorts of sort of um distractions is is it's a fascinating space and a hard one to navigate um but yeah discipline that's why I say discipline is huge there because it lives it allows you to feel free in that space and, and get yourself away. I don't know if that's. You, you see them as different things like discipline and accountability or like um, yeah. the different side is the same coin. Well, they're definitely in t- together like to, they're different. I feel like the accountability piece is the perspective piece where, and the um, disciplines like the action piece where you're actively doing the things that you need to do to get to the, point A, point B, or feel like you're part of the process where accountability is that step back and zoom out and be like, are you actually doing that and and being being true to that process or are you actually falling into, you know, preconceived ideas of what success is? Are you holding true to what your idea of success is or what, what you set out to do or are you getting swamped? Like that's where I think accountability steps into the room, whereas discipline tries to hold you there and stay true to a process day in, day out, whether you're feeling good, feeling bad, this, that, or the other. And it allows you to breathe when you feel accountability coming into the room. You're like, well, I've, I've done my best. I have done my best because I feel like accountability, like you said, the good and the bad, they move together. There's a hairline fracture, which is like miles deep, but it's a hairline, whether it's good or bad, and it always enters the room. And if you feel like, for me personally, if I feel like if I haven't done my best, then accountability can be the the sharper edge of the sword that may actually cause more harm than good sometimes. Um, and, yeah, that's why I said, yeah, so they're, they're different. You don't find them to be different? Um. In some ways, yes, and in some in some ways, no, right? Because I think I, I like I understand obviously like discipline is is more again it's a process, right? It's about kind of really I think it's about sticking sticking to something. So having the however you want to describe it, the mental fortitude, the kind of you know the the ability to stick with itness, you know, of kind of working through things as they present themselves, and I think having a plan and being able to prioritize and being able to. I think often um, put away kind of, uh, I guess, kind of delayed gratification, right. It's one of the, one of the primary kind of things, things of all of that. And it's, you know, it goes back to that age old kind of, um, you know, fake psych test where they're, you know, they kind of, you know, they put two groups of kids in a, in a room and kind of, you know, some of them, you know, they um, immediately the marshmallows, other ones left them alone. Um, But the, you know, it's, 
the control for that was that uh, the kids that ate the marshmallows were kids um, that came from disadvantaged backgrounds and didn't think there was going to be any more marshmallows um, ever. So they they went in and, and stuck them in. And that's why I guess I, I see the difference between maybe being disciplined and being accountable because like circumstances are different. Right. And I think that's often like how you're disciplined, you know, how you work through things, I think is often, you can't always apply the same thing, right? But part of accountability to me is about recognizing the situation you're in, right? And Mm. kind of being like, okay, well, I'm going to be accountable for what happens here. But I also know that I can't be as fully disciplined as perhaps I I need to be um, because of extenuating circumstances, et cetera. So like, I just think discipline is like, it is like a process thing. It's like almost like a compass that that works you through things. Whereas accountability is, I think is more, it's a philosophy more so than anything. That's how I see them slightly differently. Yeah. And I contextualize, I'm reading there. Yeah. yeah, to contextualize yeah. that situation to 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 help me through and understand it. I've been trying to work through what discipline is. I heard it the other day from from the famous runner who broke the two hour marathon that oh, yeah. disciplines your ticket to freedom. And I'm like trying to understand that, and, and I feel like applying that with accountability is an interesting one because he really <laughs> that that flip that. And I've like been working with that quote for a while. I'm like, that's that's a really interesting way to say things and see mm-hmm. discipline as your ticket to freedom, which is. But I mean, also, you know, like one of the point zero zero one zero one percent of of runners of the runners in the world, right? But it, I think, you know, there's to to do absolutely your best. You probably have to combine the two things, which is that I, I reckon he would have been disciplined enough to get through something but accountable for a time right i think he would have probably set that up and just been like i want to run sub two sub two hours etc etc um but i think for most people kind of like if they have to focus on one thing it's kind of it's really about taking agency for their life right yeah discipline sometimes is part of that sometimes is part of like you need to be more disciplined about whether that's about um, many hours as you study getting off social media reading um wider news sources you know, like don't just read the guardian also read the other side of things or vice versa don't just read rumble um try to read the guardian occasionally um so kind of you know seeing seeing where those things will kind of um land like that is like you have to have a bit of discipline to change it but ultimately i think humans you know really kind of humans are dictated by how much accountability we take for things, right? We're responsible, right? So the aperture of your responsibility, I often think is broadly related to success. The aperture. And how do you measure the aperture of someone's responsibility that that they put on themselves or that they can by circumstance? Because I'm sort of reading those two things differently there. Well, everyone starts from a different, different spot, but I think it's to me, it's about just saying to yourself, kind of being accountable for where you want to get to, right? But understanding that kind of like life is not life is not a plan, right? Life is, you know, that's the age old saying, you know, we we plan, God laughs, right? Which is, you know, which is true, right? It's like, it's just whether you believe in God or not is a whole different conversation. But it's very much that the universe has its ebbs and flows kind of things are up things are down but i think trying to be accountable to getting somewhere and kind of knowing yourself and self-knowledge is really really important yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um and yeah I, it's really cool to hear your inner workings on that and i feel like there's there's difference in the way that we work and that's really cool with the two of accountability 
and and discipline and how they intertwine in our lives and the way that we use them and, and define them is is interesting because then it comes into societal level like how do you allow that difference and what does that actually mean and then on top of that I suppose we're talking leadership here so how do you lead understanding that and I feel like we've gone through a huge change in work around what accountability is and how to sort of healthily put that there and and allow trust there to exist and then also have the bench of accountability to and communication channels to be able to table any grievances in a healthy way so people can grow that's where we seem to have changed versus someone over the shoulder being an a semi nutter seeing if someone's finishing x on time you know like essentially the yeah. two people holding the lollipop stick yeah yeah and maybe you know like i think like in one in one framework like i think it's kind of the way that that was typically worked through is really it's a fear-based kind of thing whereas mm-hmm. now it's much more motivation based right so you know like in a in a setting where you've got someone over your shoulder kind of constantly looking at you that is very much around fear at some level so it's like okay well i've got to get through let's just say 200 um widgets i've got to make during this time right and i know i need to make 200 widgets i've got to kind of actually work through them all and and if 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 i don't right then therefore there's consequences whereas i think very much in today's world where we're starting to head is more of a motivational world right which is that i want to make 200 widgets because i really really kind of like it here and that's the standard that i have for myself and i want to i want to do 200 and if I only get to 180 today, because I don't know, I ate ribs last night and I could barely walk, which is partly true. Um, so I only get to 180, then that's that's about me taking the self-reflection to be like, I really wasn't at my best there, right? I'm actually responsible for for 200. So maybe don't eat, you know, the extra serving of ribs next time so I can get to get to 200. I feel like that's the world that we're we're living in more and more. Whereas then the role of the kind of the org the leader as organizer and as setting of those standards around kind of what accountability looks like here, I think is becoming more and more the point, right? Rather than kind of being the the person who kind of has to discipline, it's maybe more about the person who sets the kind of the standard of of accountability. What's what's good around here? What what will we accept? What won't we? Yeah, and then I'd go so further to say the role is to really understand how different individuals understand accountability and discipline, and how to get the best and work with the best to encourage that person to not eat those ribs or if it gives them extra power two weeks down the line, help them understand that those extra ribs were needed to eat be eaten. Joey, I'm not looking at anyone in particular here, but tomorrow's gonna be a big day for you. I know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's like but they're just their choices, right? So I think yeah. like that's the it, we kind of we have to understand like as a society now is that we like the the world has an abundance of choice and frameworks and distractions and kind of everything else that actually goes with it and really teaching people to kind of you know take accountability for decisions at some level right and kind of understanding that it's it's a challenging difficult world to to navigate and kind of actually have work through that I think is really really important but like leadership is not it's not cheerleading and it's not it's you know like I think the best leaders are often hard they're often hard asses who kind of yes they have um 
they know, they know that it's a challenging world, but they still hold people accountable. They're just like, look, that's just not, it's not at the level we want it to be. But I think the difference is, is it doesn't come with an immediate punishment, right? It's not like, um, you know, get to 200 widgets or die. It's about, okay, right. That's, it's not great. You only got 180, but normally Joe, you get to 200. So let's just hope- on you, Joey. Yeah, but it is maybe it is three strikes culture, maybe it's five strikes. But I think even that's contextual to the individual and the circumstance. So, yeah, and then the way that it's played out. But it's definitely, I suppose, pulling it into the BAU. It's it's definitely changed from oversight to allowing that trust and even accountability to be in the lexicon across, <laughs> mixed in with authenticity. The word of twenty twenty three, which may be on the way out, but um, <laughs> yeah. But that's where it seems to have landed, which I think is a healthy thing because the more and more we go we go down the rabbit hole of, of information, the more and more I think we need to understand, I suppose, decision frameworks. That's a huge one to understand sort of the impact of one's decisions and how it does lead you there and what role the leader has in that. I don't know, but accountability helps one sort of look inwardly around how you got to where you got and if you weren't happy with how you got there. What decisions could have you made better to get it elsewhere? Um, it lands there, but decisions are hard when you, we work in, a, in an environment that is distraction based in an attention economy that's never been louder and a rage machine that's never been brighter. It's a it's a space. It's a it's a dance, and as you said, it's uh, the universe is is having a laugh, and uh, we're planning our little butts off and. More often than not, COVID has taught us, and other things has taught us that things don't go to plan. So, how do you, how do you work around that? And I think that's where our good friend resilience comes in, and and what is resilience is a, is a, is an interesting one. Like I feel like that's the third ingredient in in, in the mix there as you face you know failure, as you face you know disappointment, um, even though you're doing your darndest to eat that third rib. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Resilient. We'll, we'll have to dig in. We'll have to dig in more on that, like kind of like a culture of accountability. Hey, like kind of how you how you start to build that out. Because I ultimately think that's the that's the in between these two things. So like you can have a whole bunch of people who are individually accountable, but the culture maybe is the discipline part of that in some ways, right? It's kind of like to be like, you know, a really good culture when you feel it. And obviously like those things, even post COVID are under threat in some ways in, in the community, everything from surf lifesaving to firefighting Mm to, you know, community volunteering meals on wheels, all of these types of things, because I think the, the kind of the social contract of kind of like the collective was broken during that time. So I think that's, yeah, another interesting area to dive into, right? Because those people are incredibly disciplined, but yet the kind of the, the their sense of kind of connection to a culture of kind of accountability to things changed during that time. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Let's dive in on that. Uh, a few things come to mind around different ways that happens and it feels like it isn't stated it's like it's a feeling and it's held together by individual action that one um and and different takes on it but it has to be visible that's the key and that's the probably the challenge with the work from home is how to show individual acts of individual accountability or individual upholding of of certain standards like what does that look like how do you champion that to build culture of an accountability um that everyone can relate to let's dive in there 
All right. Until next time. Um, I'll come back in one piece, hopefully. Yeah. Slight, yeah. Slightly. <laughs> bit more Texas, but um, <laughs> everything's including my waistline. Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.